Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, weavers and listeners all, welcome to another episode of Occupied with Stardust and Dragons, where we discuss the lore, character developments, the story thus far, and occasionally have the cast on to talk about themselves and their character. But today is not that day. We don't have anybody from the cast. It's us. (laughs) You're stuck. Welcome. Hello. Episode 7. Have fun. (laughs) We are the most enjoyable part of everything anyway. I mean, we keep the show going, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're the talking heads. We're we're the spice. Literally. (laughs) Talking heads. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking heads. Um, Sometimes a shoulder every once in a while if I don't, like, you know, get too far forward or something. Do it right. You get, like, my... Like half a mic. (laughs) Microphone arm and... Um, Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So this was an interesting episode. It really was. I enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot more lore. Yes. In this one. It was a very lore heavy one. And that fucking name of the the other um, not shopping set. He called it uh, the neighborhood. What the hell was the word that he used um, for Alamia? Uh, Alamaya? I'm horrible with names. Died. Subdivision. Um, yeah. What's the? It was I can't like the, think of the, their separate little kingdoms. district. That was the district, name. Yeah. Uh, it was like, jeez, that took a while. Hi, welcome to the episode. <laughs> we know English. We I know promise. English. There's, it's there. I have it's, a degree in it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He's almost got a master's in it. I almost got a master's in it, and I'm still terrible at that one. Because <laughs> you are so bad at Englishing. Is that a word? That's a word. I know, because the focus on creative writing in English and language is unique and can be interpreted in many ways. Background helps you in no way, shape, or form in coming up with a name for an NPC. Moving on. Uh It doesn't. (laughs) It really doesn't. I'm so bad at it. You are. Uh, Yeah. I can. I can come up with the complex concept to how you. How you're gonna do something but i have no idea how to name it and you could describe the ever-living hell out of like body horror and go right. on for like an hour but then come up with a name uh pop but what's it called <laughs> but what's it called oh it's called monster yeah monster seven uh is what that monster one is seven <laughs> um right. because i don't want to name but we it we love you anyway we do back to the episode um thank you for listening to our antics for a little while um but uh so we got some info on uh well first they got got a letter when they came back to the tipsy wyvern wyvern the tipsy wyvern or that they really they really read they went um, back and forth for wyvern auntie oh my god they went back and forth with constance and constance like this is a terrible idea oh yeah no it's definitely (laughs) a terrible idea and Um, they were like they're like but no but gaslight you into doing this (laughs) (laughs) there was only a little bit of gaslighting uh no but it was it, it was funny because uh i think it was lyrax that was like were you not listening the entire time because Const- <laughs> as soon as they said steal constant was like wait what whoa wait yeah. <laughs> what full panic mode just wait deer a minute, in headlights wait a minute. straight uh, deer in headlights i just wanted a ride i just wanted, <laughs> just a ride. wanted a ride lyrax was like yep you're along for the ride now <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just great that that still she's like wait what yeah <laughs> just but full they, attention like, now what the hell's going but on they like they convinced they convinced her that she was her life was in danger if they did not if she did not go like, they were yeah. like 
we can't protect you. Yeah, and I'm I mean, like, like from you could, what? You could stay. <laughs> you could stay at the Tipsy Wyvern, but there's like you know Aunt May and like maybe Lucky's gun, but other than that, I don't. You know, Ooh, with, but yes. with us, you would be you have in the way he said it safe. <laughs> it's yeah. the way he said it. Yeah, it's like you have my gun. You have flip. Or not flip. Um, what what's what's Dan's character? That's flip. Yeah, flip. that is flip. Okay. Who am I? Oh, lucky. Yeah, that's what I was mixing it up. He's like you oh, have yeah. Dan. Yeah, flip. You have me. But here, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah. It's like oh, Dan. they oh. they gaslit the shit out of her. <laughs> they did. <laughs> oh man, they're like you know we we can't we can protect you but not from afar. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he gaslit the shit out of Lucky too. Like it yeah. was like, <laughs> but Lucky called him on it. Yeah, he did. But Lucky called yeah, him on it. Yeah, it didn't matter because he was just like talking over Lucky the whole time. Yeah, it's <laughs> Lucky, Lucky, was like... Lucky, Lucky, family. <laughs> he he went full Vin oh, Diesel. God. He just oh yeah, I was <laughs> like, like when, the, when the hell did we get into Fast and the Furious? It was a full Vin Diesel family. <laughs> that was great. Like, it was but great. It's it like was a Vin very Diesel much was manipulating everybody. <laughs> it was yeah. like no. And I love that that. Uh, the the character the player character Christian for Brendan he already knows he's like yeah I'm I'm definitely upgrading these fucking earpieces because he was like right yeah. now it's sixty feet it's uh, talking out loud there might be telepathy in the future you know he was just like I'm already yeah. ready I got it in my head <laughs> so that's definitely gonna be an interesting thing you know because artificers they do artificy shit. I, I felt bad for him though, because like he was up all night and he was like drinking two, just like out seven, on the table, seven beers and just head on the table. Yeah, good old lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and when they got back to the tipsy wire and they had a letter waiting for him, mm -hmm. it was mysterious. Yeah, and it was interesting because they they specifically mentioned that they it showed up only ten to fifteen minutes after they left before meeting um, Estrella. 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 Yeah, it was it was real quick. It came right away when they were still in route. Uh, and it said the only designs the queen aims to aims, further. aims to further are her own. And then an address in yeah. the district of uh Alamia. Alinea? Alinea. Alamia. Alamia, that's it. Yeah. That is an M. My writing is horrible. <laughs> I know. Shut up, nobody's talking to you. He's <laughs> like, I used to work at a warehouse with you. <laughs> Thorn, the fuck does that say? Read it. <laughs> what, what? What do you mean? They what? That looks like a B. <laughs> it's 13, just so you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and you get kind of like everybody's, they, they did good in talking. Yes. The RP was on point on this one. They talked to May. She wanted to know everything about it, but it was more you know fashion and what it looked like what was the experience like yeah. and then flip was like nah she's hiding something <laughs> yeah <laughs> flip does not trust i don't think flip would trust any of the the merchant lords at all probably not i but, think there's got to be something in his backstory that we don't know yeah. about yet yeah. that because he has a uh, an aversion to trusting <laughs> yeah so that that's going to be interesting when we finally get to that lore um, and then they had the, like a whole thing of talking about what they could do to also have the key. Why aren't they? They actually mm -hmm. did a really good planning session. Like, what if they took the key and opened up 
the the safe or vault, whatever it opens. Yeah. They were talking about making copies of the key. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was a lot of little conniving. Yeah. I mean, this is this is right up my alley. And then, alley of course, I do the Constant thing, saying, but. you know, well, you know, she said that it would turn you into what happened to uh, Jura, you know, so maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the whole thing, it was his... The voice of reason. And Lyrex yeah. brought up the really good point by saying it's a little suspicious that she says we can't get it, but her people can. Right. So, and it is. It is a little suspicious. I, I agree completely with it. So. Yeah, a little I red mean, flag. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of a red flag. <laughs> a little bit. He, uh, in, in... And the fact that Jura has an assassin on his payroll um, that they learn about Kaylin the Enforcer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it seems it it seems very um, fascist. Mm. Like his when they when they describe his little area. Yeah. With the walls surrounding and you know, the poor people having to do all the work and yeah, it seems a little fascist to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit. Must life without a little fascism, right? <laughs> But, don't at me but, i'm kidding yeah it's a joke <laughs> joke well, there um, goes the podcast right we're, we're done just turn Damn it off it. now we got uh, we got, canceled. got Damn it. <laughs> but but the best part is when and we talked a little bit about it was the constant like what what's going on yeah <laughs> and then she just does not want to go right and they gas threw her. up yeah she did yeah threw up all that banana milk Oh, that I was. Wanna, I don't want to go. I'm going, was, but I'll complain about it the whole time. That was a good. <laughs> it was a good RP moment. Mm-hmm. And gross description. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much reminded me of The Exorcist. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I imagine that what the color of the Straight banana yellow. milk. Yeah. Just yellow. Just, <laughs> like that um, artificial banana yellow. Yeah. Like, oh God, stop! No. <laughs> oh God, and stop! Then, and then Flip was like, "Hey, do you do you need a bucket?" And Brendan was like, "It's already on the floor." Well, if she has more, I mean, yeah, their the their banter is Brendan still really great. And, yes, <laughs> their banter is really good. Yep, that's How dare my fault. You? I didn't mean to do it that way. Um. So. After they get to the letter, they talk to May a little bit about what she knows of Jura, which is just that he's been a mean meanie for ever, as far as yeah. she knows. He's a not the nicest. Meanie. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yeah, because nice. like you know, because they asked specifically because they were wondering if like the key or whatever's inside the vault corrupted Jura, but May Aunt May says that he's always been meaner than the rest of the merchant lords anyway. So, but I can say it... honestly, just because he's been meaner doesn't mean he was always this bad. True. So it could be there could I have a feeling, and this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling there's sprinkles of truth into what Estrella told him. Yeah. But I think there are glazed over parts. Well, because the best lie has some truth into it anyway. Exactly. So, like... He was only like four percent bad, five percent bad. Now he's like sixty percent bad. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, oh, now, now he went full on Hitler. You know. <laughs> oh, God. Yikes. Yikes. He was only committing like a little bit of atrocities. Now he's just like <laughs> taking out whole civilizations of people. It's terrible. Now he's Uncle Joe. <laughs> now he's Uncle Joe. <laughs> now he's Uncle Joe. 
killing his own people. Yeah, he's just stalling for time, you know? Just Jesus oh, Christ. No. <laughs> but a bum. Shit. <laughs> they might truly hate this episode. They... <laughs> Should I cut it? I don't know. That's the bonus content. I leave it and let, uh... see what they... I want their reaction. I'm just ready to just get up, receive the text in the middle of the day, just like, hey, we got to re- hey, re-record we, yeah, this episode. This. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But with uh, and they, Christian, they, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. I know. Uh, he's not. Uh, lucky they got lucky to finish the the uh, communicators, the earpieces, yeah. uh, which I thought was actually a bit of genius on Christian's Brendan. part with Brendan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you can get other people that are just as good to do your work for you. Hell yeah. It gives you time to do other stuff. Well, and then he also did give the ex- the kind of gaslighty explanation of, hey, I'm out of spell slots. Could you help a friend, a friend, yeah. know, a family, you know? <laughs> family. So, yeah, <laughs> family. I, I'm going to start calling uh, Brendan just Brendan Diesel. Instead uh, <laughs> <laughs> of dying heart, but yeah. <laughs> You're going to commission him as a... Vin Diesel, 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 yeah. Dialheart, Diesel, Di- oh my Diesel god, Diesel, Dialheart, oh my god, yes. oh, that's okay. perfect. That's the NPC. That's the that's new NPC. It. Oh no, <laughs> he's he's just a a guy in a wife beater and some chinos saying he, he family really loves spaceships, and he he has like that's all he, he says really is family. Loves spaceships. He found he's a just, he yeah. found a he found a necklace that was just like that gave like an inspiring speech ability to him. So all he talks about is family, and it just like makes people glow. With, <laughs> with yes, please, we're so off track now. <laughs> no, we're not. We're, we do an NPC every episode. This is we're just doing it early. That's all we're doing. Just in the fucking middle of the episode. Okay, fair. Don't gaslight me, damn it. <laughs> Don't family me, Brian. Don't family me. But and then they they split the party. Yes, they split the yes. party. Gave well, they gave two separate goals to reach, and they did them. Yeah. Well, and I as a DM, I love splitting the party. I'm just oh, saying. Same here. <laughs> same here. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but unless you force them to be together, they they mm-hmm. split them, and they had separate goals, and they actually they both did really well with them. They did. They uh, both Flip did really well with them. And uh, Lyrax went to go see um, where the letter came from. Where the letter came from, the the scribes. So they went to Alamea and found the address which happened to be like this scribe headquarters uh, it's like a scribe guild. city yeah. yeah it was a scribes guild okay so, yeah scribes guild yeah. so books writing <laughs> nerds scribes. lots of writing it's a lot of what pup and i do <laughs> um in fact the the secretary did not look at them once nope uh when uh, they came in or when they talked to her she just constantly uh brandon described the uh the secretary just writing one copying one book from an- to another um not looking up and saying hi how can i help you you know just yeah just, just ignoring you know well he said flat out that nobody noticed them yeah they walked in and nobody noticed them which is interesting <laughs> so. it gives me it, it gives me like um powerful mage type vibes like oh yeah yeah they're scribes but really they're all wizards and they couldn't care less about you walking in their room because they're not no. afraid. <laughs> yeah they don't care come in <laughs> yeah that seal on the floor it's not just a seal it's actually a sigil so that way there's no damage from fireball um in case 
something, you know? <laughs> it gives me hive mind vibes. Yeah. Um, Flip, walks, vibes. Flip, Flip walks straight in and, and asks the receptionist if mm -hmm. she recognizes the handwriting. Yeah. And then the receptionist turns around and talks to herself. Yes. Which, I, I feel like it was something very similar to like the little microphone thing that they made for themselves. It could have been. <laughs> or or honestly, the uh, uh, message spell. Yeah. Because if they're, if they're wizards, they've got it. Touche. So. It is true. But yeah, it was just funny how like Flip was like, are you are you going to like go get him? And Lyrax was like, I'm pretty sure she already like let him know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was that was a good part. I love the the talking to the self and because it gives you a little bit of foreshadowing that there's more to this than you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we get the introduction to Zephyrion. Yes. Which Slender was half elf. That was a really funny part. I gotta say because poor Dan, like he is he's I don't know if you've been listening to our episodes. He is the scribe for Stardust and Dragons. And he was just like, and he said the name as Flip, but then a second later was like, wait, out of character. The fuck was his name? Yeah. <laughs> just like lost it. <laughs> oh, that was great. I was confused. I, I, I was like, wait a laughing minute in the car. <laughs> like you just said it. Yeah. What was I? I said it, but that doesn't mean I got it. Okay. Yeah. So let me, let me know. What, what was it again? That, that is me. That is yeah. like that's what Absolutely. I do. It's like so relatable. Say it, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, <laughs> but you just said the name back. I said I know, but that doesn't mean I understand what I said. <laughs> I just repeated what you said. That doesn't mean yeah. I got it. <laughs> not saved. It's not stored. Yeah. Now it's gonna be stored. I have to forget something to remember something. Yeah. So it takes me a second. <laughs> the storage is full. You gotta make space. Oh god. <laughs> exactly. And Zephyrion leads leads the <laughs> the pair of Flip and Lyrax back to a steady room, you know, yep. basically just a small room table. Okay, but it a... turned into so much more, and it, it was like so extra. Yeah, <laughs> it really was, because there's a Kanku in there. Mm -hmm. It just happens to be the Merchant Lord of this district, mm -hmm. Terwin the King Seeker. Amazing name, by the way. Yeah, love that name. Uh, and I'm I'm curious as as a writer at a DM, like the fact that the last name is Kingseeker, it really like it's open to so much lore and so many oh, possibilities yeah. of things. Like this this man is behind it all. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you really dive into the lore. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of lore to pick up here because. Uh, Carowin talks about the mending and what it's about and what what brought about the celebration and basically the creation of the cluster, mm -hmm. which is all, and we won't go into it real deep on this because you got to listen to the episode. Yep. Get your lore there for that. Um, which they, you should be listening to the episode before you get to this. That's yeah. true. I mean, I shouldn't have if to say spoilers. If uh, you're not, you're backwards. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, hey, that's uh, a good backwards. Real quick, that's a good segue. Uh, if you're listening to this the, the day after the episode came out, congratulations, you're a patron. If you're not listening to this the day after the podcast came out, you're listening to it about a week afterwards, which means that you are not a patron. And for less than a coffee at Starbucks right now, $5, you 
you can get behind the scenes content extra posts on both uh the stardust and dragons patreon which is slash speakeasy productions um and ours as well the five dollar tier you get behind the scenes content of these episodes and all of our episodes on the main podcast uh and you get them all early so you know hey if you can't wait uh for that extra content um and the uh, the episodes five bucks you get it uh, slash speakeasy productions and slash this dungeon is occupied moving on back to the episode okay so you, you learn about the mending uh and he he actually admits to a lot he says he doesn't know what the trailer is planning mm-hmm. but he he knows it's it's something he he knows there's a plan to make her more powerful basically mm-hmm. is what he's saying yeah um and that's i mean Flip does ask about the last Merchant Lord, so you, you hear a little bit about Kess, Lord Kess, mm-hmm. but we haven't met Lord Kess yet, right? Other, and don't know much about him other than he is very young. So, and it's basically if for in like a nutshell with the cluster, it was uh, basically the planet was falling apart, and there was wars and fighting over every little bit, and. Yeah these four got together and decided to stop the fighting and rule mm-hmm. and they split it up evenly and that's what they do so is that correct me if i'm wrong but isn't there five total lords or is it only is four because we now have four names but i wasn't sure if we if there was supposed to be a fifth one i couldn't remember but God, anyway. i can't remember i have to go back to my notes yeah because uh, i remember on episode i think it was three two three three uh yeah, three. brandon talked about the the merchant lords but we didn't get names at the time so i have to listen back to actually three. he gave the names too but he just glazed over them so fast i can't remember and these are the only ones we, we've met so far yeah Stroa, uh jura lord kess uh, yeah which technically Carolyn. we haven't met but we haven't met jura yet or kess no we haven't but we know the kess but yeah. they are there they're coming and now i'm gonna have to go back and look I know, right? <laughs> but we're getting there. Yeah. You know, so, so. let's see. And, and the biggest thing was Terwin was worried that if Estrella was to take control of Jura, it would upset the balance that they've created. Yeah. It seems like he is more worried about keeping everything as is and balanced with the yeah. power mm-hmm. so that one merchant lord doesn't have the power for to take over other merchant lords, which is smart. Yeah. I get it. You don't want that monopoly. Yeah. No one ever does. I don't know why. <laughs> Such a fun game. <laughs> no. Destroys Ow. families. <laughs> Ow. So they're uh, basically left, that, left wondering what, what Estrella's angle is. Yeah. Which is mirrored to what Flip said. Right. Or not Flip, but... uh. Lucky is what Lucky was talking about. She wants something. Yeah. This is something that's going to tip the balance in her favor. And then next, I mean, Flip basically asked Taryn what he wants. <laughs> you know, what what's your angle in all this? Because everybody's got an angle. Sure. And what Taryn wanted was, I thought, was kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, he wants some sight stones placed. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm guessing cameras. Yeah seems that way 
uh, and he wants them. He's leaving it up to the to Flip and everybody as to where to place them. But he wants them in areas of importance that they think are important. Which and is why I feel like this this scribe guild is so much more. Oh yeah, I do like, too. There's no reason to want uh, cameras as a scribe unless like. You know, the only thing I could think of is like, oh, well, we're documenting like what goes on and the comings and goings. But like, you, you don't a scribe guild doesn't need to be doing that. So no. there's there's something well, it, to me. It, it screams of uh, espionage. Yeah. Spies. Mm -hmm. They want they deal in information. Right. Is what I got from it, which is really um, cool. I, I'm really liking this. But I do like that Flip stood his ground mm -hmm. said if he does this, uh, it's not free. Yeah. And that he wants to make sure that the tipsy wyvern is off limits. Yeah. He wants nothing to happen with, with May and her, her business and the people there, yeah. which I thought was excellent. It also leads to the fact that Brandon and Flip have been together for so long that they're basically just family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I felt so emotional for that scene for yeah. some reason because I was just like, damn, that's so touching. Like, well, it was the inflection in Dan's voice, like, yeah, because he was like, the 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 tipsy wyvern, off limits, off limits, yeah. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> that was that was definitely the most he's like. We put that face in there. He he made it known that that's what his his limit was. This is it. Yeah. You do this, or I'm not doing what you need. Yeah. Plain and simple. Which I loved, and it leads to the flip being the the mother of the group, <laughs> protecting everybody. Yeah, I mean, he could he could say not on the tipsy waiver and, and install all the cameras everywhere, and they just eventually find out how to do it and just install it into the tipsy waiver. And all Lyrax wanted was the gear to do the job. Yeah, he didn't want to pay for anything. He said, "You got to to supply everything we need." Yeah, <laughs> which was good. Which is smart. I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, there's there's no point. And oh yeah, we're doing this favor for you, but we're gonna do it out of pocket. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah. So, then it switched over to Brennan and Constant. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I liked Brennan trying to explain things to Constant <laughs> as to what they were doing, why they were doing it. Yeah. Um, and Constant just kind of fighting back on it. Oh, a panic attack. And and he keeps going, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like. Yeah, you just hear what you want to hear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, oh, great, uh, you're on board. I'm like, no, that's not what I said, but okay. That's, yeah, she's <laughs> like, I just think you hear what you want to hear, but okay. Yeah. The sass. I love the sass. <laughs> I feel like, because the way that Reyna plays constant, like, she's, I mean, we know that she's a level three at this point. Mm -hmm. And so she's a very young adventurer, and she's she doesn't have confidence, clearly. So, like, getting that little bit of sass, it's like, look, character development. Like, we're getting a yep. little bit little bit in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think eventually she's going to find her voice, and she's going to be... Yeah. Yeah, she's going to tell them what's going on. Yeah. And I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but they go to Dominarch. Mm -hmm. It's the militaristic and industrial side. Yeah. And... That's the the dominion of Jura and Caleb the Enforcer. Yeah. Um, and it was they were trying to find a way to like, like do reconnaissance, but yeah, Brendan. Uh, at first, Brendan was like, "We need to find like a sewer or something," 
and then Brandon had everyone do or the them two do a investigation check and Constant saw the Auroran uh mine, which was yeah. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but what did the way he worded it was supposed to be an abandoned Auroran mine? It was or dilapidated. Not, no working. No, re remember the the planet that used to be the cluster. Aurora has a tendency to abandon the planets once they're mined out. This right. planet's been mined out for Stardust <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. So what happened was is Aurora abandoned it. Now, Constant asked, "Was it abandoned or is it just dilapidated?" And I don't think he ever really answered it. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Because there was people there still working. Right. Um, and it, this was in the fourth ring. The, the city is four rings. Yeah. The richer you are, the the more inner the ring you live in. And they found out that the, the only way to get under was through the fourth ring, which is the abandoned overall industrial site. Yeah. So. And then they meet Chuck. Yeah, which brought a lot of stuff back to Constant. <laughs> did a lot of stuff for her. That like was flashbacks. Cool. There was a yeah. good flashback there. Uh, I like the one. Uh, there was a memory of um, her dad be, being noticed noticed as a like an employee of the month type thing, um, and for his uh, for his work, they were allotted free lunches for a month. Um, yeah. So that kind of, I don't know. That kind of set a tone for aurora <laughs> it's yeah like, it, it's supposed yeah, here's to. some free yeah, lunches was, you know <laughs> it was it was Pizza great party <laughs> oh my god big uh. summer blowout um <laughs> but they the way he described the area which brandon is very good at this at his descriptory uh, you'll uh, get there okay yeah description <laughs> of the area yeah english not my major at all um but it's very desolate, tents and makeshift, shelters, people are living in them. Yeah. And this is just right outside the mine entrance. Mm -hmm. This is not like it's um, an open field or something. This is industrial, you know, just ruin everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, this is where Constance is learning that when Aurora finishes with the planet, they abandon it. And it's starting to kind of trying to let her see where she is for Aurora even though she left in, in kind of a cloud. Mm -hmm. That's what she knows. That's what yeah, she grew it, up it's, with. It's kind of tainting her image of Aurora. Yes, exactly. And it's 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 making her realize that it's not the, you know, the, the bright company that everybody wants you to believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this mm -hmm. is where it's going to, I think it's going to bring her closer to Lyrax uh, because of the whole you know what they did to his planet so yeah yeah <laughs> yes it wasn't, uh, let's just say it wasn't sunshine and rainbows uh that happened, no so. not at all not at all so uh big scruffy guy you know hey, what are you him. doing <laughs> exactly and that's the thing they, they were really good on their perception so it was like this guy sees you and is walking towards you he's not trying to hide it he is very adamantly walking straight towards you yeah and uh that's when they get into this really weird conversation it <laughs> seemed to me like brendan gave up a lot mm -hmm. really quick in the yeah. conversation uh it worked but i mean am i the only one to think that he like gave up a lot of information really quick oh yeah he did and I mean, and then i don't know i, I it's and i wonder if 
maybe Brendan slash Christian had the idea already. Like as soon as he found out, oh, there's miners still being forced to yeah. mine. Uh, hashtag army, maybe. <laughs> oh, he did exactly the same thing I would have done. <laughs> yeah, I know you. <laughs> that I have done before. Yeah, in games, yeah. which is weaponize everybody. Yeah, and, and why not? I mean, yeah. Well, you have such delineated classes in this district that's mm-hmm. so delineated that there's walls between the different classes. Yeah. Well, when you have a, a lower class that's being abused and taken advantage of that are basically hopeless in their life, that they will jump on anything to make it better. So mm-hmm. you give them an avenue. Yeah. And when you're planning on basically, which is a heist, which is stealing something, you want people to look the other way. So Brendan gave a, the, a distraction for everybody else so they don't see what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, it, it works. It's genius. And there yeah. was a whole lot of talk between him and this big scruffy guy. Was it Chuck? Chuck, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of discourse between them. Mm-hmm. But that's what it came down to was but him then, trying to, yeah. And eventually he gets clunk to like do mending on yes the clothes smart. and the shoes and stuff. Very smart. Um, yeah. And towards the end of the conversation, he sends a, a chunk to uh, go to everyone and mm-hmm. mend everyone's shoes first, and then come back. You know. So yeah. Well, he was starting to get a crowd too. That's yeah. Yep. Yeah. Starting a riot. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Starting right. Which I thought was And it was really it was good. funny because Chuck was like, Well, wouldn't you want to do this? And he was like, I mean like tonight. Like, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> it was <laughs> maybe you've got like an hour, bud. <laughs> yeah. But I mean they he did Brennan did get some information on Kay, uh Callan. I think uh, they said Kalen. 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 Kalen the enforcer. Yeah. Yeah. He's evil. Obsessed yeah. with death, which I think is gonna come in. Yeah, uh, seemed like very, you know, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Elf, half elf, half elf, right? No, I think he was yeah. an elf. No, he's an elf. Okay, right. he was a half. Yeah, he's an elf. Um, and and constant brought up a very good because she had some talking in this. She had more mm-hmm. talking in this than she has in a while. Yeah, uh, she she wanted to know why the other merchant lords didn't help, and he basically said they don't care. Yeah. So, again, real life mm-hmm. kind of crashing in. It's very much, um, you're not in my district, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, you know, they, they have, uh, they're, they're kind of similar in that, that like, he's saying that I'll, I'm going to take this guy on that's causing you guys so much hell. Mm-hmm you guys can go and live a better life over here. So it caused the distraction over here so we can get in here. Yeah. And uh, he actually gives concept the floor to like actually say something. Mm-hmm. And she actually did pretty good. You know, she talked about, you know, what should be done, the right thing, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but she didn't say a ton. And, uh, so, you know, Brendan, Brendan stepped in pretty quick, mm-hmm. and he he actually asked these people for a little bit of help. 
with what they're doing to help them, you know, help me help you type of thing. Right. Because Chuck asked point blank, what do you want us to do? And he was like, free yourselves. That's yeah. That's what you I want. And, that's, and that was basically perfect. And he, he had a decent role. He got about half the crowd, mm-hmm. which was probably pretty big. He's so. got a plus zero on persuasion. Like he's, yeah. It, luckily he's rolling high because otherwise he's not making it work. <laughs> no. Dude, my favorite interaction with that was that when he's like, do better than follow me or something? And, oh yeah, and Brandon flat out like, no. laughs. He didn't roll yeah, that high. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but they do get they they get directions out of the guy where they need to go. Yeah. Um. And I thought it was was interesting that uh, Brandon wouldn't give his name. Yeah. Didn't even uh, put himself in the dying hearts. He was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, find the clan uh, dying hearts. They'll they'll take care of you. You yeah, know? so I was, thought that it, was smart mm-hmm. because there's always somebody that's going to snitch on you. Yeah. Uh, so and especially I mean, since Aunt May, uh, you know, is here, like he doesn't exactly. want, you know? <laughs> he doesn't want to bring anything else to it. Yeah. And then Costa did something interesting. She took samples of all these minerals that they said Jura was after. Hmm. Which surprised Brandon. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I think that opened up something that he didn't think was going to be open for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and Well, because, I mean, and... assumably, there's no Stardust. So there's something else there. Or yes. a derivative of Stardust or something, but, you know. Oh, I think it's I think it's more than that. I think it's something to help that, I, I don't know, I think he's building something, a weapon, or mm-hmm. making something that he needs other minerals for before adding Stardust to Right. Which is my opinion. Yeah. It's got to be something, though, because otherwise, like, I mean, I understand, like, there's an element of making this person mean and and evil and whatnot, and so forced labor is is definitely an easy way to do that, but there's obviously a meaning behind it. Yeah. You know, it's not just just prison labor of, like, oh, break that rock and then, you know, break it into smaller pieces again, because I said so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, then after that, this is where this is where the actual memory from Constant comes in, right? And Bale Coldmine. Yeah, that was the name said. That was Bale the name. Coldmine. Um, I, I don't know if that's what that is. I father is it her is it what? That's what I was saying because I wanted to see if you guys heard it differently, but it almost sounded like she was Bale. That's it. It sounded like it was her employee of the month, and she was Bale Coldmine. Yeah. So I don't know if that is like a a clairvoyant I need to go back and listen thing. again. Yeah, I need to listen I, again for a third time. But because <laughs> I know <laughs> I know that that constant is a a wizard. Um, yes. But so I don't know if that was like a clairvoyant memory of like maybe she put herself into her father's shoes of getting the employee. That could be. That could you know, be. I I don't know. But I need to listen to it again. It was interesting. Um, but she was very bitter about it. Yeah. Which is not a, a a sentence you would say about Constant up to now. Right. Yeah. She and smiled it, at the memory, but still it's character development. Yeah. Definitely some character development. I liked it. Yeah. We need constant character development. <laughs> and uh-huh. they get back to the inn to mm-hmm. the tipsy wyvern. And I mean Constant wants to know if they have enough. If if they're they've got enough to 
do what they need to do. Yeah, they kind of all Quick convene and, and info dump essentially. Yeah. Um, and then they there was kind of like a um, not a fourth wall break, but just like a a behind the scenes look where the gala was getting into full. Um, uh, it was moving on, and you know, Jura arrives to the gala and things, yeah. and then Brandon was like, "And we're ending it here, right before the heist." You know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it it literally ended with the sun begins to set, and Estrella Estrella's party starts. Yeah, and that's where they ended it, which I think was a great, great ending to a, a very interesting episode full of lore. Yeah, um, you learned a lot in this episode, Not and I as- have to say. Uh, because I do a lot of editing myself, the editors on this episode, yes, they put in some work. Yeah, they did. Because uh, the transitions from scene to scene with the sound effects and the the smooth jazz in the background every time that they're in the the tipsy wyvern, like there was some awesome choices. And I mean, yes. hey, like kudos to the team for, for sure. sure, for sure. So, w- what are what is everybody's thoughts like on this episode? Uh, Brian, I really liked ahead. it. I definitely liked. I think in general, like my biggest thing that I like enjoyed is the fact that like constant got more screen time essentially. And I've always kind of like we mentioned before, I like splitting up the team because typically when you have a whole group, it's very difficult for everyone to get their moment, and right. one person usually always kind of just runs it. So now that they split it up, and now it's not even the, the same couples. Like essentially, you, yeah. usually it's Dan and um, Brandon. Mm-hmm. But Split now Brandon. it's yeah, yeah. But now it's like they're splitting it up different. So it's 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 very, yeah, very it interesting to see a new dynamic and lyrics together. Yeah. yeah. So I just like the lore, and then just like seeing how they interact differently with someone else, mm-hmm. not their usual person. Yeah. Up. I really liked it. I'm excited to see the next episode with the heist. Um, I liked all the lore because I, you know me, I am a lore fanatic, and if you put lore in front of me, I'll be like, feed it to me. Yes, <laughs> spoons. Yes. And so I'm really excited about it. And I just want to see more character development for Constant. So I'm just excited we're getting character development for Constant. Because she, because Constant usually takes up as a wallflower character, so she she usually takes the background and so it's nice to see her at the forefront of something for a little bit mm-hmm. so, i'm excited yeah the other name uh i liked the episode in its entirety but i really like the opportunities there are for more story and more lore you know the why they're they're mining this supposedly empty mine you know the scribes i really i I'm stuck on the scribe guild right now is like the potential of the the espionage, the potential for this being like a rather big guild, you know, um, Kingseeker supposedly allegedly helping the party, but also wanting something out of it, which is like very like um, uh, Brave New World esque. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, um, or like 1984, where the cameras are yes. inside the TV. Yes. Um, so getting getting that, and then wondering like, okay, well, if King Seeker wants this, like that's not the only thing he wants, right? Like, there's something else, you know. And like, okay, well, we're stopping Estrella from being a higher uh, merchant lord, but 
maybe he wants to be the higher merchant lord you know we we don't yeah. know so the the potential is there for a lot of story which i'm excited to to watch or to hear yeah no i i i thoroughly enjoyed the episode i think there was i love the idea of a little side quest in the quest mm -hmm. um, with the whole placing of the sight stones um i'm curious to see where that goes yeah because uh, i think there is a lot to be had with the storyline with uh the king seeker in, in that because i think there is more undertone to that mm -hmm. than some of the others that he is trying to come off as a complete nice guy just trying to keep balance but maybe he's trying for something more yeah um i do like that they constantly got some screen time uh and and just what everybody said the, the different characters the different partners i liked a lot because everybody reacts with each other differently so yeah and, and there was such good information in this one because I I might not like to write lore, but I do enjoy listening to it. And yeah. there's a lot there to, to be had in this episode. So kudos to the guys. Kudos to the crew. Everybody, the editors did amazing. Everybody did a great job. Loved it. 10 out of 10. And that's it. That's and it. listeners, remember, we both have uh, patrons, uh, Patreons slash speak easy productions for the stardust and dragons patreon where you get bonus content uh like extra posts and behind the scenes stuff their blooper reels which are hilarious um and also early episodes uh, early access and the same thing for us this dungeon is occupied you get the occupied with episodes a week or in advance you get our main uh podcast episodes with the behind the scenes and yada yada and we have other tiers where we do npc of the week and towns of the month and things like that so if you like this content and you want more check it out and without further ado remember to, uh, to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied with stardust and dragons <laughs> <laughs>